Hola, everyone. My name is Raina Marufo. And I'm Ashley Gutierrez. And we are the host of the Latina Lifestyle Legacy Podcast. This podcast is to share inspiring stories, ideas, and tips that will help you deal with the path of entrepreneurship as a Latina woman. We invite you to listen if you want to get clear on your goals, break limiting beliefs, discover your greatest potential, and finally find that community that you've been looking for. Welcome back to the Latina Lifestyle Legacy Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. How are we doing this week? I know. I'm so excited. How's everyone feeling? How are you taking care of yourself? What you've been up to? Share it with. Yeah. <laughs> well, how are you, Ashley? <laughs> What's going on? How are you? Um, honestly, I cannot complain. I'm really good. I feel very energized this week, and yeah, I'm just feeling feeling very blessed and very proud of myself. So, what about you? How are you feeling? Damn, that's an amazing feeling. Being proud, I love that. I love, I love how you hype yourself up and you <laughs> hype other people up. You're I do. I like it's beautiful, and that's so necessary. And that's how everyone should be, right? Like yes. our, just loving ourselves. You need to be your biggest fan. You really do loving yourself now, and also, of course, I I feel like. There's people who, you know, we're always working on ourselves. There's always room for improvement, but it's important to also just embrace where you're at now. Definitely. So, yeah, this week, um, nothing too crazy. <laughs> um, nothing too crazy. I think mainly been still again with like my accountability for my real estate investing. So, gonna start doing all of that with the short-term rental with my parents rental um and a lot of like just behind the scenes stuff but yeah and then this weekend we I know we're gonna share like what we loved and our lesson for the week but we before we share and like go a little bit more into that we do have some announcements um that we do want to share so I think first we can actually share that we did our paddle boarding meetup this weekend yeah yeah so that was that was what yeah what we loved about our week was Mm -hmm. our meetup um so we did a paddle boarding meetup in long beach this weekend and honestly i think it was a little bit different than what we were expecting but it was good um yeah it was definitely different but i feel that you know it was kind of fitting i feel for our podcast because it was a lot of mindset oh my god I thought I was gonna stay there in the middle of the ocean Raina's like I'm gonna just let them come get me I know it was my first time paddle boarding I really didn't know what to expect I was just like I don't know but let's do it and it was super fun until we had to go back against the current yes oh my god (laughs) and against the wind and I was like I don't see myself moving closer like everything's going farther I know and it was just like you just had to I was like Rena you just gotta use all your muscles that you don't have in your arms Girl. Um, and if, if I could have had a like GoPro with me so you guys could hear the mental battle I was going through <laughs> literally if you would stop paddling you that's the thing 
Yeah, like if you even waited a second, was and then you're like, damn, it's gonna take you even like two times more. So literally, actually, we don't want to scare you all. So no, but- like, damn, I'm glad I didn't go. <laughs> no, but you know what? I honestly felt bomb after because I was like, I did that. Like, I yeah. did that. You know, yeah. and I actually did. So the most of the time, I was sitting on my like butt, you know, on the board. But then I did get to like standing on my knees mm-hmm. and finally at the end I did stand up so I was yes. very proud I didn't paddle and stand up but I did get to the standing part yeah. so now I want to go again because I'm like I want to do it standing up because I feel like I could do it now so yeah yes but that was honestly it was really fun I kind of like that adrenaline kind of like you know it's me I think versus it was, the wind. And, and then we didn't have like our phones with us yes. so I mean, it kind of sucked that we couldn't take pictures like out there, but I love that. It's like if we wanted to just chill, like it was really just like you with yourself and like, you know, there's moments you we were with ourselves and then there's moments you could just chit chat with somebody like me struggling. <laughs> I'm like, please give me motivation. Um, no, but it was it was really nice. I think it was a great activity. And if I were to do it again, I I mean, it was it was a nice day, too. So, yeah, it was a really good day. And we were kind of scared, too, because when we woke up, it was kind of colder. Like, oh, yeah, the yeah. weather was a little bit more cold. So we're like, we hope it's not too cold because we're going to be in the on the water, you know. So we're kind of like, oof. but luckily we got really good weather. Like the sun was out, but there was a breeze. Mm-hmm. So it was good. But I loved that. And so thank you for everybody who came. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really fun. And we also do have another meetup coming up. So you guys will be able to be a part of that if you weren't able to join us this time. But we'll be announcing that in our announcements part of the episode. So, yeah, for our announcements, we do have another meetup coming up. Um, and it's actually going to be something that people always ask me about and people always DM me um, is going to be like a bachata night. So it's going to be a class and also a social dancing if you guys want to stay. But mainly it'll be so I I like to go to it's going to be at Stephen's Steakhouse. And yes, it's it's a restaurant. But during Wednesdays and Sundays, it turns into a salsa. There's like a salsa room and then a bachata room. And it's like one of the top places here. Um and it's in the city of commerce and at 8 p.m. they start their beginning class like beginners bachata class and then at nine it's the intermediate and then at 10 it's the social dancing and I'll tell you right now like it gets packed it's popping so it's really really fun um so yeah our, that'll be our meetup is gonna be a bachata dance class and it'll be a great opportunity for us to like We'll obviously learn some new moves and also I think it's also a great place to network I mean I've met a lot of really cool people yeah like at because you, they you know in the class you have to like sh- um they make you switch partners well if yeah. you want to and and it's just like you kind of say hi and you know and then you you learn a move and then you switch again and you switch again yeah. so it's such a great way for if you're looking for to just get out there and just kind of meet more people in a fast way, but also in a, like a fun way, it's yeah, a great way to do that. I'm excited because I've never like I like bachata music, mm-hmm. but I've never like 
I mean, I dance to it at home, you know, but it's different when you're out to dance it. But I do like that they teach you. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited for that because mm-hmm. I'm like, I know I got the rhythm, so I just need to be led right, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they teach you like a good like routine. And well, in the beginning when it's like the steps. So that's important. Um, yeah. And then as long as, you know, and I've I've noticed like when people like when people start off like learning and then i'll notice um when they start when like maybe like a couple months later like we start and like i me see them again and i'm like oh my god like they improved so much and they're like yeah because i'm taking the classes so i love that that sounds really fun i'm excited yeah and i like that our meetups are kind of stuff that we can like one we enjoy ourselves we're also being active and like moving our bodies in some type of way so I think that's also really important because I feel like that's important to both of us. So we find a way to like kind of incorporate yeah. that, you know, and I so, like this because yeah. this could help build like confidence for people who are maybe yes. dancing is such yeah. a confidence builder. I think um, very, very big on that. And so the date will be Wednesday, June 15th. So it's coming up. <laughs> I think, um, I think, I think, yeah. yeah. So the dance class starts at eight. So make sure that you are there and um you can dress casual or like fat I mean however I think I there's like people that are a little bit of everything so yeah. Um, yeah so that's important and the next announcement so when in there for treats if you guys want any father's day treats I will yeah. be having some available um so you could follow my instagram tasty.confections it'll also be linked uh, I will have Trudeau cheesecake bites for Father's Day. So if anybody wants to order, go ahead and do that. <laughs> okay, so yes, order your treats for Father's Day. Um, so also this is gonna be a big um part of our our podcast episode that we're gonna have is well, thank you everyone for submitting your anonymous questions. So there is a form that Ashley and I created that basically if you have any type of specific topic or question that you'd like us to go over, um, you can, you, there's a link in the show notes or also in the link in our, um, in the bio of the Latina lifestyle legacy Instagram, and you can submit your question. And so this week's episode is actually going to be based off of two questions that were submitted. And then we're also going to go over our lesson before we get into this week's episode. So my lesson for the week is that uh, my alone time is just very valuable and that when I center myself, I need to not feel guilty for taking that time to be alone and recharge and recenter myself because I feel sometimes I feel obligated to do things for people when it's not even my place to be doing it and I shouldn't even feel that external pressure but it's more internal pressure I guess you would say because mm-hmm. I feel that I need to be doing certain things but anyways my alone time is very valuable and I just feel better throughout my day and throughout my week when I have that time for myself to really just pour into my cup mm, I know so you went hiking yes by yes, yourself it was a really good oh my hike. god I would never go hiking by myself but <laughs> it's just I'm just like a little scaredy cat but I think it's beautiful. I 100% agree. Like doing things by yourself is, yeah. I mean, that's me all day, every day, but I love people. 
but I also like love my solitude and just, it's so important to check in with yourself. And I think one thing I do is one visual visualization slash like meditation. And then I journal Mm -hmm. and it really grounds me because I'm like, I just take a moment to kind of like pause and really just breathe and see like where I'm at, like, how am I feeling? Like, am I feeling anxiety? Why am I feeling anxiety? Like what, or if I'm feeling stressed, like kind of just like, okay, where am I at? And checking it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's really good because sometimes we're like, especially for our friends, we're like, how are you? But it's kind of like asking yourself, like, how are you? Yeah. And being very vulnerable with yourself and, Mm -hmm. and just knowing like, and kind of sometimes I feel people don't do that enough. So then sometimes they're so deep into like just life and the routine and work and the, like they're like, I don't even know. Like, you know what I mean? And you don't want to yeah. get to that point where you're like, I don't even know how I'm at this point because you never even took that moment to just like check in with yourself. Like, are you even happy or even to just be still? Mm-hmm. like or just that's like, another big one too yeah like just like it's okay to chill for yes like, because like honestly and I t- I tell my friend this, and like it's like kind of kidding but kind of not but like I told her you know because we, we work in in food the food service you know mm-hmm. so you're constantly like asking the customer what do you want you want this you want that do you want to donate do you want to this do you want to drink do you want you know you always have to upsell and so I was telling her I was like do you ever sometimes just want to like shut the hell up like you don't want to say anything like you just want to be quiet like don't I don't want to talk don't ask me anything like and I'm just like I just want to be quiet like I'm tired of hearing my own voice yes (laughs) just repeating the same thing so I'm like sometimes I just really need that quiet time to just like or not even because I don't want to talk just because like I just want to like pause like I don't want to be like overthinking about anything or like over like just like take the minute to pause really like okay like I don't have to do like not everything requires my attention or like my opinion so I'm just learning to like okay I'm like for example with my hike that's why I kind of like that I did go alone because I didn't feel obligated to talk to anybody like I was alone like and that was like an hour and a half or like an hour 15 minutes of me just like I didn't have to talk I just just stay quiet like I I can use that time for like my personal development you know Mm -hmm. and that's how I really see that time so anyways yeah that was just something too that I kind of feel like when you're when you do so much sometimes you're just like I just I want to just be and that's like (laughs) a beautiful thing to do maybe like I mean if you can't do it like every week but like like once a month like just even go get a massage like go get a facial, go like feed into your own cup and don't ever think like that's being selfish and don't ever think that that's um, because I know like our society or just like in our culture, it's very, it's not very common. Like, you know, like our parents, my mom, she never would do that, like Mm -hmm. that type of stuff. So we're really healing a lot of like you know, and I know this term is, yeah, I know that term is so used, but like generational trauma where like our grandmas didn't ever take time for themselves or like our, our parents either. So there were always like survival mode. Yes. And I do feel it, we're trying to heal that. Cause sometimes maybe 
we're not in, like and sometimes that could be like the norm to be in survival mo- mode mm-hmm. and sometimes that like it's such a norm that like when you're not in survival mode you basically like self-sabotage yourself to go back into survival mode mm-hmm. um I've kind of like been guilty of that sometimes where I'm like why am I repeating a pattern because it's like it's that's how like I you know I've like always observed but it's like breaking that and knowing like no like it's you don't always have to be survival mode and unfortunately or you know our parents mm -hmm. you even have that guilt like my mom didn't do this why I shouldn't or you know exactly like Mm -hmm. even if it's not like let's say like a generational trauma just more so like I feel guilty like why am I enjoying this and yes oh my god I felt that when I'm traveling when I'm traveling in like a nice place like I always get pretty emotional because I'm always like I'm so blessed that I'm like I'm so lucky but it's honestly one I deserve it and like I worked hard for it but it's like just embrace embrace it you know and and just show that it's possible for other people too and that and you know what I'm sure that for your parents it's something that they could be very proud of you for because that's what they work so hard for is to give you a different Mm -hmm. like give you different opportunities well sometimes because I do think there's parents that not that they're not proud of me but they can sometimes they'll be like ah like mirala Mm -hmm. like oh they you know sometimes and I mean not to talk down on them but like sometimes they have been like they have kind of put it in my face. Like, why would you get a massage? Like, mm. why would you get like, they don't understand that stuff, you know? And so they're, I feel like they're more in the like, just work, work, work. Yes. Work to and survive. How you're saying survival. like survival mode versus like, we have that understanding of like, because I work so hard, I deserve this. Yeah. And I'm going, you know, we kind of see like an incentive for ourselves. Like, okay, you do this hard thing, then you get to this. Yeah. I mean, and it's up to you, like whatever brings you joy and whatever, you know, that, Hey, this is an investment in myself. Cause I know me doing this, I'm going to be more present or I'm going to just show up better, you know? So, yeah. So, oh my gosh, that was beautiful. <laughs> For me, my lesson this week is that I've been very intentional and in genuinely trying to connect with more people in that are going to get me not like well yeah that are aligned with like my goals in my business and my health and so um I've been you know I'm in the mastermind I'm in I'm just trying and even on Instagram just like hey like I think sometimes it's all about like relationships and and wanting to build more important like or build more relationships with people have value yeah the have and and just ask like I think another big thing is like when you're very clear on your goals and you know what you want it's like you have to tell people and you have to share it and you'd be surprised who can like help get you closer to that you know what I mean so I I think um I've just been trying to to just like align myself with more people and so little by little um you know it's a it's like to me I'm like it's like another job because it's like you got to like schedule like zoom meetings and it's it is energy but I do feel like it's an investment so um yeah that's something that I wanted to share for this week of a lesson that just connecting with one new person every week 
Oh, that's really good. And I'm sure too, like, even like you're going to find a way to align with them in some Mm -hmm. regard, like whether it's like your, what you're trying to do right now, like your current goals, or even Mm -hmm. just like your beliefs and what you align with, like Mm -hmm. they're going to kind of fit in some way, you know? And then you never know, like, even if right now you just establish that relationship, but down the line that you guys might be the perfect like people like oh my god I needed to meet you to be able to do this you know know? yeah and I'm even trying to be um if I want to go like like just document basically I create like a google sheet like let's say I'm ever stuck or I'm ever like I have a question or something like I have basically kind of like oh it's like a contact list of like what their goal is what my goal like how they what what are the what is their like expertise in and basically reach out to your net network you know if you're ever stuck in a, on something and so um I think I think and, and I encourage everybody to do that like always just like meet if you're always just talking to the same people you know it can it's like you're gonna be in the same energy and the same state yeah. so it's important to to like and so even for everyone listening you're listening to this podcast and for the guests that we have like reach out to them you know and make those connections like that you can start from there because a lot of people are like how do you meet these people and to me it's like I follow them on Instagram or I listen to a podcast I follow those people or the people that they interview on Instagram and then just goes from there you know yeah or even people that we personally know too that just kind of like we've naturally build that network with them and it's like hey I think you would be a really awesome person to have on and kind of like you never know what you know you always kind of know like some stuff about a person but then when you kind of get the chance to sit with them you learn so much more you know so that's what also I do like about these interviews that we get to learn even more about the people than just surface level you know um because I think that's really beautiful to be able to look into somebody's like mindset especially with somebody who has like done can like big things you know mm-hmm. it's like I get to pick out your brain and understand what you're coming from and everything like that yeah so yeah. with that I mean in you know the ne- this next this episode is going to be dedicated to two questions that were asked in the anonymous question form so thank you again for submitting those questions and the first question that was asked you want to say it? Yeah. So the first question that we got asked is, that we're going to answer today is how have you two grown as women after creating and working on this podcast? It's such a good question. I love this. I question. know. And so first off, well, it's been a few months, like October, November, yeah. December, January, March, eight months, like no, six months, no, eight. Cause we're in May. It's five and plus three March, years. April, May. Oh my God. Eight months? Girl. Girl. No. Huh? That's crazy. That is crazy. Oh my God. Oh my God. Why We're I- like basically in a relationship. We've been in a <laughs> relationship. And um how do you think- feel? <laughs> I mean, working on this podcast. So I mean, okay. I I have a different perspective and like, yeah, one, I had done this podcast alone for, you know, for a few episodes 
and then join asking Ashley to be part of it and collaborate. So it's been amazing, like working um, to go with somebody that aligns that has the same like genuine heart and and that cares for people and that also loves to like communicate and meet new people so it's so much fun and better when doing it with somebody else you know and and being in the journey like together yes and I feel too like just to go off of that like you created such a good foundation already with what you have had done even prior so that's why I feel like what we're doing now is really solid as well because you kind of established what you wanted and how you wanted things to be so then I feel like it just aligned with where we're trying to take it and stuff so I just feel that we're yeah like we it kind of happened like it wasn't even planned it was kind of more just like you know what really sealed the deal was those boundary cards girl remember because oh, we would yes. get like real deep conversations yes. no but they I think well go ahead like you can talk a little bit more about your experience since you did it like a little bit more like you did like 60 right like yeah that. it was a few episodes and I'm not gonna lie like it was hard because a podcast it's like another project another job that um you you know you start off in and it's a lot of work right like behind the scenes that people don't see so it was just me and I was just struggling and and then it got to the point where I did actually was like putting it out in the universe like I did want to have a co-host it's just it's also who wants to be a part of it because it's not it's like it's it is a commitment you know time and energy and and also just someone that aligns with with the mission and everything so um so how I another way I mean well that's one of the ways that I've grown but Ashley yeah I think uh, one of the ways that I've really grown is like the accountability not only like with Reina since we are in like a partnership but even the accountability with myself kind of like yeah obviously like when I have to do things for the podcast like I I have to kind of like oh if I don't do it then Reina can't do her part so it's kind of like you know we all have to do our part so the train can keep moving But I feel that for myself, like when I say, okay, I'm going to read or I'm going to work out or this and that, I feel that it's kind of like, oh, you have to do that. Like, because to me, I feel like, how am I going to sit here and tell you all these things or give advice? And it's like, you're not even following your own advice, you know? So I think that's one thing for me that it's really helped me like, and it's obviously because we do it weekly, you know, so it helps me be accountable and it's kind of like, okay, I need to make sure. I'm doing these things, even with like posting and stuff like that, you know? Um, So I just feel that it holds me accountable. Like, and it really like, it's just like, okay, you got to do what you say you're going to do and not only do it, but do it well and Mm -hmm. exceed like expectations and things like that. So I think that's one thing too, like accountability, especially because um, obviously like, you're able to see like okay are we putting in the work are we not and then we're able to see it so it's like you kind of just are in a position where you have no choice but to do it but I think that's good because the with my the type of person that I am I need that kind of accountability so I think it's really been beneficial for myself everybody needs accountability and that 
that's honestly one of the biggest reasons why I invest in like masterminds and things because we just need that push sometimes and we need and then once you do tell people like what you're gonna do and then you know be accountable on like that if you did it so that's true accountability is like a big a big thing um so another in addition for me that how I've grown is yeah also being consistent I would say it's similar to well consistent in I think that's like every time I talk to somebody that has a very successful podcast and just in general with their business and life like it's consistency and um you know um despite weeks where maybe it wasn't the best or like, well, you know, it's a very, you just have to be consistent and, um, and that we both like really care. I love that. Like we both care and invest like the time because, yeah. um, and just genuinely want to build a solid foundation. And even though, yeah, I had built a foundation, but it's even, it's just growing even more mm-hmm. with an additional person. So I'm We're really proud up. Yes. Yeah. And I'm really proud that we've both, we've just been consistent as like, there hasn't been a time where we've had two, at least like two weeks of yeah. like, we're at least we do try to give ourselves and I like that. We do break. give ourselves a break. Cause it, you know, after, like, especially since we are consistent with it, it does sometimes like, we're like, okay, yeah. So kind I of schedule our stuff out and see who we want to have on like the next few episodes. So I feel that it's good that we kind of learned to balance that out but I also like how you said like we're very on it like mm-hmm. and we're even with our guests like once we brought in the guests we were like coming in hot it with gets it cra- yeah it gets a little crazy when there are get like just planning and, and co- like organizing it all but again because we're both collaborating like it's so much easier and I think in my mind it's like because I used to do this all by myself like it was a lot. And so now with the help of Ashley, like it helps a lot, you know? So, um, I think that is, is really powerful. And so for any of you who are also, maybe you in the future, you're thinking of doing a podcast episode. Like, I think the biggest thing is being consistent, um, is going to be key. So I'm really proud of that. Me too. Another thing, too, I feel is like the confidence. Um, I feel like I said, kind of like with the accountability, like it allows me to trust myself, you know, because it's something that is, like you said, consistent in my like life that mm-hmm. I'm just like, OK, like when I say I'm going to do the show notes, when I say I'm going to do the like whatever it is that I need to do, I'm like, I do it, you know, and so mm-hmm. it makes me like trust myself and then also just like. I've had that shift in mindset, knowing that I'm in control of the outcome. Whereas before I felt like I was just very emotional um, when it came to my thinking versus like logic, logically thinking. So I feel that since I've had that mindset, mindset shift, it has allowed me to like be in control, which allows me to be confident because I know that I'm like what you said last week, like you're the problem, but you're also the solution. Mm -hmm. It allows me to be confident because I'm like, I am the solution as well, you know? So I love that about that. And honestly, because we get to interview like other entrepreneurs and people who are in the same kind of mindset that we are. So it allows me to even take tips and tricks from what they've done and kind of what's helped them 
and it allows me to apply it into my day-to-day life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, conflict. And that's like the biggest thing that is like you see other people doing it and you see like, okay, like they're like regular people too, you know? And yeah. you're like, okay, I can implement. And even just small little changes here and there, but that's why it's so important who you surround yourself with, what you're listening to, what you're following, because that really makes a big impact. So I love it. Confidence. Yes. Definitely. And then also to another thing, I'll just throw it in here with the confidence, yeah. but I always like in school, I loved writing like English was always my favorite. So I like that with the show notes, I get to express that also like kind of like get that writing experience and just kind of like I've always enjoyed doing that so I like that that's what I'm able to contribute to which is another reason why great collaboration because I hate writing (laughs) so it's like that's awesome that you you that's and that's a big thing too for people um and so I kind of want to throw in like tips for other of course who want to cut like collaborate or you know um are thinking about it and actually there's a new book that I bought of course um that I haven't finished it but it's called rocket fuel yeah and it basically kind of talks about you don't have like building like building a team that you don't have to be the best at every single thing in in your business like if you know you're not like for me like I know I'm not the best with writing but it's like okay get somebody that does like writing Mm -hmm. you know and it's like it's great like here this is for your your role do this please (laughs) yeah so verse and and just knowing what you're good at and then outsourcing and collaborating with people that can fulfill the things that you're not the best at so yeah um and being okay you know being okay yeah no I think that's good because and I think that's how partnerships usually are so successful because it's like the one person likes to do one end of it and then the other person likes the other end. And then you just kind of are like a puzzle and you guys mesh together and it's like, all right, you do that part, I'll do this and part. And then you, you know? become a beautiful butterfly. Just and then you just, yeah, it like it, you guys end up creating something really powerful in that you both contributed, you know, yes. Um Another big thing that is, I think, one of the most important parts is communication. So I've and and again, I know this question is how have you two grown? So to me, it's like one of the biggest things is learning to communicate Mm -hmm. um, and keeping that communication very clear. So um, one thing that Ashley and I do every week is like is we talk about like what was something positive like what worked well what can we improve on and then um yeah so those are like the main like kind of what we start off with so we start off with positive and then there's always room for improvement and I like to be pretty like every week checking in with ourselves to make sure you know if there's something that feels off like hey this is the time to share it or this is the time to and to also know that we're all improving like every yeah. like it's you know or this hey I I didn't I didn't like that the last week or I really love like that we did this so we could do more of that so being organized and documenting everything so I'm pretty big on that is like every like all of our meetings um I'm big on like typing up the notes um just so 
number one, like we're clear with like mm-hmm. what we agreed on or what, what was um, decided. So I think that's also important. So that like, let's say, you know, I want to, oh shoot, like, did we even talk about that last week? So then we can yeah. like, to the notes. Um, and then another thing I have to include is like using the project management tool, Asana has also been super key. I think um, in collaborating and making sure this is why I'm like such a big advocate of project management tools to, to make sure you're on the same page with your tasks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's been really helpful, especially like when, cause we do have to like, it's like you do your part then I do my part then you do. And it's kind of like, it's like, um, like a musical, like we all have our part to play, you know, and then it, it makes the production come together. So I feel like that's a good tool to use when you do have to work in a partnership or even if you have to do multiple people. Um, And then I like that we also because we get to plan out our guests, like who we're going to have on and when we're going to launch and certain stuff. We also do it through Asana. So Mm -hmm. it's all on like one, basically like one one tool tool. yeah and all of our like audio our graphics like they we all upload it into asana so if there's ever i i mean we do text but it's very i like to personally i think we both are good at like it's all in asana you know yeah so that it's all in one place versus all over the place so in that and i think it's good too because you could do it from your phone or your laptop so you know, like, let's say, you know, you have to work on something, but you don't have your phone on you or like near you to access it right away. It's on Asana. You can jump on your computer and find it. And you're like, okay, cool. You know, um, mm-hmm. also too, I think maybe like my attitude, I feel like before I used to have more of an attitude, like a don't try me attitude, but mm-hmm. I feel that I, since I've kind of had like a shift in mindset, it's also had like a shift in my attitude where I'm more, I would say like, I'm more patient and more understanding. I think also this kind of has to do with like interviewing different people in like different fields, but just really understanding like different perspectives and kind of just like oh, you're not going to think the way I'm going to think or, oh, you're not going to see this in the same light that I will, but not taking it like personal, just understanding Mm. you're different. Which is so important to talk to people that think different because Mm -hmm. like, I feel like now with our society, like, it's like, if you don't think like me, you're you're canceled and like, it's like everybody has grown up in a very different environment. And it's so important to just, be open-minded hear people out and hey like agree to disagree you know or just communicate I think yeah get like I think I shared something on um yeah I shared something on Instagram and oh it was like it really hit me of like on Gary V how he's like don't freaking judge others like you really don't know what people are going through and I do believe like people we live in a society where like for one like interaction you literally judge he says you judge like a whole characteristic of a person when it's like you barely even met them you bear or something you saw on social media and it's like you don't know people and again like just because you follow people on social media people post what they want to post like Mm -hmm. that's not and if you think about it think about it like what do you post on social media yeah and you think like we can judge you a whole person just by what's on your page. It's like, yeah. no, you know, like there's so much more 
So I don't like when people are like, oh, yeah, I think, yes, people, social media obviously should be what aligning with who you are, but it's not everything. And people should still take the time to get to know a person. Yeah, no, that's really good, because I think sometimes we make like preconceived notions on people and then we're it just doesn't even allow us to get to know assumption exactly are yeah I think assumption I'm always like don't assume like ask or get clarification because and and this is for me too because I used to be like or sometimes you know I can assume things I'm like oh what if they don't but mm-hmm. it's like you don't know like so just ask or or don't assume if you're assuming don't think like that's true like just really it shouldn't be a, I, I don't know. I don't like, like, I just don't like that assumptions. Whenever My dad she- says, um, when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. Because, mm. <laughs> you know, assume. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's true, though, because I, that's how I feel I was before. I would react based off assumptions, not facts. And then I would end up looking like the asshole because mm-hmm. did this whole thing when that's not even what was true which I do like I listened to this therapist he has a podcast his name is Dr. Deloney and he talks about that he Mm -hmm. talks about because you know we all kind of tell ourselves a story in our heads Mm -hmm. but to let's say like for me and with um with the communication right like I can come to you and be like the story that I'm telling myself in my head is and then mm-hmm. I can tell you what I'm thinking. It's not me accusing you of anything. It's just more like, this is how I'm feeling. This is from my perspective, how it seems for me. And I feel that that really, one, it allows the other person to really understand what you're saying because you're not coming in like an attacking way. Like, mm-hmm. well, I'm doing this. And this. Mm-hmm. then it puts the person like, oh, hell no, I'm not even doing that. But it's kind of just allowing them like, hey, this is how I feel in my head. Like, this yeah. Is- what I feel is going on. Is there any truth to this? Mm-hmm. What's the real truth? Or like, what's like, okay, this is how I feel, but what are the facts, you know? Mm-hmm. And just being clear. And also like, for example, with us, I feel like I also, knowing that it's a safe space and that we both at the end of the day had the same goal in mind and just realizing like, whatever, if a person gives you like, um, what is it called? Like, uh, oh my god what is it called um like if they basically like not like not like a critique like it's helpful like criticism but in like a good way constructive criticism. constructive yes constructive criticism just know that it's for the benefit of like yes and it's because we are and it's like you're only as strong as your weakest link so we both got to make sure that we're doing our stuff and never think it's from like a malicious place which sometimes i think even for me, sometimes I take things like personal, but then I'm like, okay, is there truth to it? Yeah. Or it's, ego. And that's where yeah. ego, you got to let your ego down. And yes. especially in collaborating, like, yeah. hey, um, and I think we're both, well, hopefully I'm good at it. I'm like, yeah. I know when there's, when I have something to say about like how we can improve, mm-hmm. I also like, I have to show up too, because it's like, okay, if I'm going to say like this is something we need to improve like I have to show it too you yeah. know you can't just be telling like this is like you just need to improve on this and this it's like no both of us so um so I think that that is it but letting our and that's why I like doing it weekly like kind of checking yeah. in because it's easier it doesn't mm-hmm. like make it so um 
like once a month like okay this is how I feel like then you have like a whole list of things versus (laughs) this is kind of you kind of catch it before it gets like yes exactly you get ahead of it yeah Mm -hmm. I like that and then also just like purpose too I feel that I always loved helping people and serving people and this is just a a broader way to do it and to kind of share my experiences and my knowledge and so I really love that this podcast has I'm sure for you too like it really drives that like leading Mm -hmm. that part that wants to like lead and especially like I remember like you and host like workshops and things like that so this is another form of what that could be you know and so I feel like we just really have the heart to help and we really want to change the way that people normally live and how people are just kind of like they think that they just have to live the way everybody else is living or the people before Mm -hmm. them but you are in control of your future and just kind of arming you guys with the tools that you need to build that life that you guys want you know yes you do you boo Mm -hmm. and especially I think I'm just so proud of us like of Latinas doing a Latina like like podcast like I just think there's so many people out there in media but they're not women of color like they're not like Latina descent and you know I mean awesome I follow a lot I follow a lot of we can say like white men and yeah right and they're very successful and I don't really like see it too much but it would be nice to Mm -hmm. also like oh dang she's a latina she's like doing things and it just feels a little bit more like home you know when you see somebody else like that looks like you that has your background because whether you like it or not like you we just grew up differently you know and and we have different struggles and different um just different things and and so it's really beautiful for me to for both of us to create yeah. a community and this safe space where I don't feel like there's a lot of people talking about the stuff that we talk about in the oh. Latino community, Latina community, um, in the Latino, Latina community. Right. So I think there's a lot of that, that, you know, about like personal development and mindset and money and, and business and all of that. So I think I'm so just proud of us and, and there's so much more growth that we need to, you know, that we have going for us, but also really proud of like where we're at so far. Yeah, definitely. I feel that we don't stray away from talking about the things that we want to talk about. Like if we find value in what we're going to talk about, then we're like, all right, this is important. And I feel even with our guests, like we're just very intentional, you know, and I think that's one thing, too, that has helped our podcast is just being intentional like always with our questions and just with who we have and really like just allowing people to yeah perspectives because I feel like how you said like yeah when you follow like a traditional like white successful man like yes you know like it's still in your head you could tell yourself it's possible but when you see somebody who kind of looks like you you're just like hey maybe it is attainable. Maybe I can do that. It's possible for me, you know, and it makes it more realistic for you. Like I, that's possible. That could be my life, you know? And I feel that's something that, especially since a lot of our people that we interview are like entrepreneurs and they're Latino, obviously. So like 
it allows us to see that perspective and it's like oh you're doing it like I can do it you know and I think that's very valuable because those people are putting in the work so like who better to learn them from them right yep I think that we're really hard workers like it's a great way also to to build connection and relationships like having your own podcast yeah and that's one of my favorite things in like hearing their journey and their story um and you know I do want to say that it is a lot of work and a lot of time but it's also really rewarding so just like anything y'all like everything is going to take time and I I know that this podcast is built with like a strong foundation that to the point where it's going to be hard to like break it down you know when you build something from literally the nothing to like I just it's hard for people to to take it down because yeah um it's it's just built like authentically and so um you know we're growing slowly but surely and it does help when you share the episode yeah when you write a review and so please 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 like take a second to just share this with a cousin a friend a tia tio like you know um we would greatly appreciate that so just kind of throwing it in out there yes conversation (laughs) starter we'll start the conversation for you just throw that episode in there dms and be like hey listen to this <laughs> that would help us out yeah. so for the next question um that we have that we're going to answer in the from the podcast anonymous question form so question number two what was a key moment that shifted your perspective and allowed you to grow into who you are i think for myself one of the moments that was really important it really made me self-aware was I had a breakup in like 2020 kind of like a, like during the pandemic the first few months of the pandemic it was not like I don't have any like hard feelings towards the guy like honestly like if I saw him I wouldn't feel any type of way just because I kind of like I'm like I want to say thank you because you were real with me like you did not sugarcoat it or like you know so you know, too real. and I always say I always say guys are very straightforward like that's they, what are. they are not as like complicated like they yeah. are just like I like you or I don't like you exactly like, no and you know what though because I feel that like one I do have respect for him because as a like a boyfriend he was he did show me that like chivalrous side of like the men opening the door for you then buying flowers for you like little things like that I had never really had that in prior relationships so that was something that was different for me that I really did appreciate like he kind of showed me that and it's kind of like once somebody shows you that it's kind of like how am I going to go back from this to like not getting that you know Mm -hmm. so that's one thing but also just kind of like I remember at that time I did have my treats business going on but that was when I first was barely getting into it I had maybe been like a month into it so at that time I didn't really have things I did for myself I didn't really have a hobby it was more just like work 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 and obviously with the pandemic we had to slow down so when I wasn't working as much obviously I wanted to just be hanging out with him so I didn't it which kind of goes back to my lesson that my alone time is so important I never took that time to be alone 
And I was like always just on him, like always was texting him, checking in with him, blah, 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 blah. But for him, I feel it was overbearing. So, but it was kind of like my wake up call, like, girl, you need a hobby. (laughs) What do you like? What do you do for yourself? Because he did do like um, jujitsu or something like that. I don't know. He did some type. Yeah, he did some type of thing and so that was what he did for himself and then I didn't have the thing that I did for myself and I was like oh my god like I'm so focused on what he's doing and everything about him and it's like girl what about you what are you doing that you like for you mm-hmm. and then that's when I really dove into like my treats business also like my a lot of girls do that like and I can tell pretty quickly when people get into relationships I'm like Ugh, like don't lose yourself you yeah. know because it's it's really hard to go back because then or or and that could be in relationships and also I also see it within like moms who like put every single part of their lives and souls into their kids and then their kids like grow up leave and they're like who the heck am I Mm -hmm. and they go in through this like self-identity crisis because that's all they like identified as as a mom but like like always just again like you said check in with yourself and so I'm so yeah. proud of you for I mean sometimes I'm sure it sucked and yeah yeah up. you know what it was sad but but you grew I, so much yeah and and honestly like if it wasn't for that moment or that breakup I don't think it would have pushed me to or encouraged me to find what I actually like because mm-hmm. after that breakup I was like what do I actually like? What do I want? What don't I want? Yeah. What do I enjoy yeah, doing? Who what am do I? Exactly. Like it really made me reevaluate my whole life, you know, because <laughs> I felt like once you, you know, it was kind of like those things where once you get into a relationship, you just feel like, well, how you said, like you just kind of like let everything that you want go and you kind of just accommodate to that person. And what do you want? And I agree to you because it's what you want and blah, 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 blah. And I think that's what's helped me like learn in my current relationship it's like I haven't lost myself like I Mm -hmm. he knows I like my alone time he knows that I like to like work out and go to the gym or like if I have to do treats or anything like that like we're very good and I tell him girl I'll be like do your things for you too don't feel obligated to always be with me do things that are going to make you happy fill up your cup Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day his happiness doesn't depend on me and my happiness doesn't depend on him it's up to me to create my own happiness. And that's one thing that that breakup helped me learn was like, mm-hmm. you're responsible for your happiness, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think that was a really key. Yeah, moment. that's a whole other topic, which we can do. I know there's a question in the form about yes. breakup. So mm-hmm. we can dive deeper into a future episode on that. Yeah. So for me, a key moment that shifted my perspective and allowed me to grow into who I am, to be honest, so I mean, I have a lot of things, but I can say (laughs) the reason why I am how I am is, so I grew up with a big family, like it's six of us and like six girls and my parents. And, you know, I, I mean, yeah, we could say like we're low income, um, and things like that and we just always like my parents made me work for like for everything that we had like all of us you know and it's just it wasn't like oh here's 
a hundred dollars or here's <laughs> like Christmas was like you barely we barely even got gifts like I don't even really remember getting gifts for Christmas to be honest um and if I did it was like from my sisters who like worked yeah and it wasn't like my parents were just very like no like and and it's not that they didn't want to it's just they, they couldn't. were they couldn't yeah and like to be honest they were very frugal with their money because I mean fortunately though they did buy a house they mm-hmm. bought another house like they're like those pants that be like the toilet paper is a gift you're so busy. no that <laughs> literally that but it's because also like that's how they grew up like yeah their parents or their yeah like were were super strict because it was a lot of them and so that's how they like raised us which I don't think was healthy and like it did kind of I had to do a lot of healing like money mindset and like the abundance yeah abundance that's why I think a lot of work like and I'm still doing work but it's like um but yeah like I just they were just like we're not gonna be giving you like money like you need to figure out how you're gonna like pay for stuff if you want to do stuff you know so ever since I was like in high school like selling chips or selling candy and and just getting creative you know and always just hustling and and no but and it worked I mean and then I just became really like financially independent with like buying like I would buy like my own clothes in high school and just everything like everything I I would buy and so um I think that has to do a big part of it where I kind of didn't have a choice, (laughs) but it also allowed me to be a, like a hustler, you know, and just uh, not, and not be shy or like get creative. And I think the end of the day, you know, we're not going to have our parents forever and like, just not be like so dependent on them. Um, Yeah. But I mean, it would be nice if I would, I'm like, it would have been nice to, to not have to work for everything but at the same time I'm grateful but then you get that credit of like I built this myself like it was to me yeah like you said like you built it from the ground up extremely independent and I think all my sisters like we can say like we're super independent and and also like my parents never even though you know we're like Latinas and like like women and and um they never told us like oh, you're a man needs to be like, um, mm. like, oh, you're never going to like, you're, yeah, you're like, you're never going to do that without like a partner or something like it was never like, it was always like, you can do it yourself. Like, I don't know, they and like empowering just, you. Yeah. So, so I'm really, you know, a, a big reason why I am the way I'm because of my parents and, uh, and because I had to be <laughs> yeah you, no honestly I, because when you have no choice that's just how you are you know and I feel I kind of understand that too because like I'm the oldest in my family so I had no choice but to be independent and but to do if I wanted to do something I had to go after it and nobody was going to yeah. do it for me and if I wanted to sign up for that color guard or that choir or whatever it was I had to go do it like I didn't have an older sibling to like guide me. So it was just like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try it. If I don't like it, then I won't keep doing it. But, you know, and I think, like you said, like when you don't know anything else, that's like the only option you have. I know. And I think I also, at a young age, you know, I, I liked nice things and I liked, but I could never have them. And 
well at the time and I never wanted to feel that ever like and when I realized like oh I can raise money and or something like um you know I remember like I think so a teacher I had I would always get the hand-me-downs for my sisters right six girls or five older sisters and so sometimes they would like have holes and I wouldn't even like notice it but I would put like pins on the holes and I remember he's like why do you have like pins all over like your shirt or like and I was like oh my god well because and then I like to it. I was like oh because my my shirt has like holes in it or like my pants would have holes in it and stuff and he was like why does your parent like he was just like on me like I think You're I, like sir you buy me clothes he, yeah he I was like he's like why don't you why don't your parents buy you new pants and I was like I don't know <laughs> yes, that's a good question I know and so it makes but and it just kind of makes me sad thinking about like the little Reina you know like who mm-hmm. was so innocent like didn't know but um I think yeah and so just knowing like once I was able to like pay for my own stuff like hey I if I want to have nice pants I want to have like if I want to buy you know but not only that but that you were kind of resourceful with what you did have like okay there's a hole let me put a pin in it like kind of just being like yeah and I would make it like like Like, in my mind it was like stylish yeah and I was like okay whatever like we'll figure it out and um and things like that and so so yeah but that's one of the things that has made me who I am yeah, and I think for myself, another thing would be that just honestly listening to podcasts um, and listening to people who are doing what I want to do and just have accomplished a lot. And I'm just like, that's who I want to learn from people who are winning, because I feel although, you know, your parents and people around you may give you their advice, they only know so much and they only know from their perspective. So for example, business-wise, that's why I really love Andy, listening to Andy Frisella, because his is about business and mindset and how it all has to do with everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I really liked about Andy is like, one, he's kind of very straightforward, which I, at first I was kind of like, oh my God, because that's how my dad was. And with my dad, which my dad laughs at me because he's like, so you go listen to him. But when I tell you, like, you're just like, that. <laughs> but I'm like, well, oh it's different. Because I want you to be my dad. Like, he yeah. has a, you know, like, it's just different. But yeah. um, I just feel learning from them really just helps me know that when it's possible, I know that honestly, that I'm in control and like them sharing, like I struggled listening to Andy, like for the first 10 years I made this and I, had to invest everything back into my company and it's like oh my god so it's not as glamorous as you think it is you know and so just learning from like the real people who are doing it and kind of like mm-hmm. you're gonna have to work for it but it's gonna be worth it in the end mm-hmm. too you know so the, honestly just like listening to podcasts and listening to people who that's one thing my dad has always taught me like learn from people's mistakes do not repeat them like if you can save yourself a mistake do it you know and so that's one thing for myself that I've just always kind of thought about and I since I was the oldest in my family I was always around like my parents and their friends so I always just kind of saw more of like the perspectives that they had like coming from an adult and kind of just listening to that so I feel like that also made me really mature Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah I feel that just those things all kind of shifted my perspective and just really allowed me to like invest in myself and do the things that I want to do 
and not let other people's limiting beliefs limit what I can do. Yes, that's big. I think similar, I mean, for me in attending, I can say a very specific moment would be also when I attended like my first entrepreneurial conference. Um, It was, I actually had applied for a scholarship for college, but it wasn't they weren't going to give me money it was actually like oh attend go on this trip for free and I had applied and I won it and then they flew me to Philadelphia Mm. they um asked me to give like a 10 minute speech like share and I was beyond like scared I was like 20 years (laughs) old and um and then I didn't know that it was like all these twin like entrepreneurs who are like millionaires and and I, I didn't even know that word, like, or I just didn't, but you know, what's crazy. Like during that time I was really depressed in college and I like just was not happy and not fulfilled. So I like, just thank God that like that opportunity was so random and like it came to me and, <laughs> and I was, I was meant to be at that place for a reason. Yeah. And so it just opened my eyes to see like, wow, these people didn't go to college like not I mean some of them did but most of them were not like big advocates of college they all had their own business they all like had time freedom they all traveled whenever they wanted to travel their families were there and like they just looked so like it was just like a different vibe versus like growing up you know we see like go to work hustle like you're always tired how you said yeah and so it was a very different um different like vibe and I was like I don't know what these people are doing but I'm gonna like follow whatever they're doing Mm -hmm. and so that's when I was first introduced to like personal development so then that's when I like would follow them and then they would recommend like read this book or attend this webinar and and so and that's when it influenced me like whatever I'm learning these people are doing and whatever I'm learning like I want to communicate that to my community and whether that was like doing it in a blog way or a post or a podcast. So, um, so that's where what has, and again, definitely listening to podcasts and hearing stories. And I, I feel like we're so, so fortunate to live in a time where we're at now, because before I know like Andy and Ed Maleta, we share like, there was no podcast before, like we have Mm. access to Andy, like his thoughts and what he does and what he says and what, like that's so um and for free you know and so it's so I'm so grateful and and just knowing like we have so much opportunity and resources yes no literally and I think that's why I anything Andy says I'm like no it's true even if it hurts your feelings I know and a lot of people don't like Andy for which I mean he can be a little too much but he he is like just so at the end of the day, y'all, like, you don't have to follow, like, again, this is where the whole, like, don't judge others and, like, mm-hmm. and you don't have to, like, every single freaking thing about the person. It's just, like, hey, if you want to just follow him for business, he's obviously a very successful businessman. So learn what you have to learn from business perspective. It doesn't have to be his relationship, his political views, his da da da. It's, like, learn what you need and take and there you know what I mean and so and that's for every person you know in every area like I like to follow specific people on health Mm 
Mm-hmm. Would I follow them in for other business like advice? No, but they share good health advice, you know? So it's the, and, and so I would even encourage people to like, think of all of those areas of your life, like health and business and finances and like try to follow, get like a quote unquote mentor that mm-hmm. maybe you're not personally paying, but like you're following. Um, and you're like, oh, okay. Like I like, I like this person's advice, you know, on, on my, on finances or in relationships and things like that. Yeah. And I think people are too quick to kind of like not understand somebody's perspective or shut it down just because mm-hmm. it comes from a certain person. And it's like, for example, that whole Kim K thing, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody was coming for Kim K, but the message is true. Forget who said it. Forget. Listen to the message, you know. And it's like found work, you know, exactly. And I think one thing for myself, like I don't know if you, and I if you I'm sure of, it triggers people because they don't want to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it bothers you, look into it. I mean, question because, it. Yeah. Because like you said, forget about who said it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, because especially for honestly, I didn't see anything wrong with what she said, because as an entrepreneur, you have to work. I feel like you the people who do put in the work, they know because yeah. they're like, oh, you like I was snapping my fingers. Exactly. Was like, yes, because it's kind of like what Andy Frisella talks about, that whole participation trophy and everything like that. It's like people don't yeah. want to do the work, but they want the reward. And it's like, no, you forget that with the reward comes the hard work, you and know, very hard work. It's very like I I even just like I'm like, dang, like this is really hard. Like yeah. and I'm like, no wonder people don't go through with things because it's not easy. And yeah. Even common. as little as like when I have to go on a walk, there was already like twice this week where I was like, I really don't want to go on a walk. Yeah. And I really almost didn't. But part of it was like, you said you were going to do it, do yeah. it. And once I'm like 15 minutes in, I'm like, all right, I'm like almost done. So just keep finishing, you know, but it's like just knowing like, OK, you want that body. You want those results. You want this. You got to do the work. Yeah. You or anything like yeah so sometimes no, I, i'll wake up at yeah i know it's just do whatever you have to do like there was i mean i don't even i'm like you guys would think i'm crazy of like the things i i <laughs> do like but i i just i don't know like i i'm a very you have that drive and that passion so it's like and lord knows where i get it from because <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, girl, just sit your ass down. Like, girl, chill. (laughs) I know. And which I I do try to be, um, like, have that balance. But to be honest, it's hard because sometimes I'm like, hey, the faster you want to get there, the more you got to be, like, freaking dedicated and committed, you know? So sometimes I have my phases where I'm like, stop looking around, Rena. (laughs) Like, get it together and go hard. And then when there are times to celebrate and and to feel accomplished but it's because deep down you know like hey I know I could be doing better and then there's also times where it's like I'm gonna celebrate because dude like I accomplished something really big so that's also the important thing with just side note like taking those moments to celebrate yourself yes no and you can do both like you can Mm -hmm. uh, like for myself one thing I was kind of thinking about today when I was on my hike I was kind of like you know what like 
not necessarily like being satisfied with where I'm at, but kind of like, okay, acknowledging how far I've come. I'm not where I want to be, but also giving myself the credit because I'm not where I was. Yeah. Because, you know? right, that quote, I'm sure you've seen the meme where it's like the f- the five-year past, I don't know, I'm probably butchered, like five years, you, you're like from the person that you were five years ago, you would be so proud of who you, mm. like that's where you wanted to be now. Yes. You know what I mean? And so, um, and that's where we can sometimes forget, like definitely for me, I remember envisioning myself like, you know, where I'm at now, but now it's like, I remember too, even like a few, like the, a few months before, like even the podcast, just like everything that you wanted, it like came to you. I know. I like manifestation is real. It is especially um, and the more I'm again, listening to podcasts and listening to these people who accomplished like, incredible things like there's this one guy oh my god like he's like 29 years old and he basically got into real estate like again real estate investing but like commercial real estate so like industrial like like little plazas little mall like little like you know businesses and stuff so it's not like residential it's not houses but he's like and now his net worth is like 150 million dollars and he's 29 years old and he did that within three years. And he and everyone's like blown away at this like 29 year old interviewing him because and he's like, honestly, I mean, he's like investing is the same amount of work, like whether you're going to flip a house or do like whatever. But you're just working with bigger numbers and bigger things. And he's like, I and that's why it was like his net worth grew a lot more. Um, But he talks about he wrote it down very clearly. Like, he's like, I wanted my net worth. I wanted to be this much. He's like, I had zero idea how I was going to get there, but because he was so clear and because he kept telling people like, Hey, I'm investing in commercial real estate. And this like, it was like opportunities were coming to him and doing the work of course, but like mm-hmm. being very intentional with your actions. Like, no, I want to be, da, 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 you know what I mean? So yeah. again, that's why I'm so big on goal setting and being very clear because if you don't know what you want, the world doesn't know what you want. Exactly. The universe doesn't know what you want, and other people don't know what you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, so get, take that moment. Like, and that's why it's so important to be by yourself and just journal. What the heck do you want? Yes, I agree. Even if you want to start a podcast, start journal, start journaling. And even honestly, like you can your journalings or your journal entries can even become your topics on like what you can talk about in the future, things like that. But journaling is such a good way to to yeah. even realize like your limiting beliefs too. like when you write it down and then kind of finding ways like how can I contradict that or how can I change that mindset of how I used to think? Yes. Oh my God, limiting beliefs. They need to go away. For real, girl. I'm like, do y'all got a magic potion? I know. I'll be unstoppable. (laughs) Positive mindset. And so I think, yeah, just so much. I'm sure this episode has been extremely valuable. We have literally like shared so much on whether that was like how we've grown from the podcast how we collaborate how we have kept this this thing going for eight months 
<laughs> OMG. And, and also how, what, like key moments of our lives that have made us who we are. And, and you know, we have so much more life yeah. to, to continue um, living and being grateful where we're at, but also excited for where we're going and dreaming big, not having limitations. I think that's another big thing is like, we just think of like the craziest thing. Another book that I'm going to recommend um, that I just, well, it's on my reading list, of course. And, um, but I've been just hearing a lot of recommendations from this of if you're struggling to get clear with your goals, vivid vision, so it was recommended two times from that 29-year-old, $150 million net worth. Yeah. He read the book. He wrote down his vivid vision and like that. Wow. Like, it's like three years later. I'm sold. Yeah. It's three <laughs> years later. Like ordering it right now. <laughs> yeah. So vivid vision, um, which I'm going to read it. And then really like, I want to do like a workshop on it too. And like, um but and I I look well I already kind of started reading it already like I was like looking through it and and I'm like oh my god like this is it's very detailed like how you want um and it's kind of more for your business it really is I mean yeah um oh that's perfect yeah Mm -hmm. so like how do you envision your business and it talk it breaks it down to like how do you want the marketing to be how do you want the branding the culture the like every little part of your business so that it's very clear with like what are you trying to create you know so um and keep going back to that and keep reading that and just trusting that it's going to be possible that's so good I love that and I love that he did that in three years because you could do so much he technically did 50 million and then he's like I had reached reached that within one year so then he's like, so then in wow. three, he did 150 million. So he Even in a year. That is insane. This guy has 40 million cash. Damn. And the rest is like in his real estate, but like he literally has 40 million in cash. Oh my God. I know. And he's 29. Let's interview him. At- <laughs> well, I know. I've been trying to like get I'm there's no way. I've been trying to find his email and like no longer. <laughs> I will find his. Will he's find gonna So to be honest, I've been also like, like all of this short term rental stuff. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna go into commercial real estate because if it's true, is he's like, it's the same amount of work. But then, because a lot of people do real estate, real estate, and then they realize like, you're only doing one house at a time versus yeah. like commercial. It does take longer, but like, like the benefit or like the yeah. your networks can change like that. And like doing just one big ass deal, you know what I mean? So to me, and then what I also loved as I was like looking into it was like, you can improve a neighborhood, a community. Like, let's say you see like, you know, different stores that are like just closing down. And I I see that there's a lot of opportunity. Like, unfortunately, with the pandemic, there was a lot of businesses that did close down, but there's going to be a lot of businesses that are going to want to open up and you can improve like Maybe you're like, hey, this place seems like a cafe. This you're basically working. Your tenants are business owners. Yeah. So, um, you know, you can decide like who you want or what you want, or, or I don't know. He said a big 
one of his big tenants are like there can be bigger companies like Walgreens and stuff, but yeah. Um or like banks and stuff. So I just think that's like so awesome. That's really interesting because I've whenever I I don't know why, like obviously it's true, duh, but like whenever I think real estate, I just think homes, but that's so true. Like yeah, nobody think I mean that's what I'm saying. And then he's like, Okay, so the owner of Panda, he because I, you know, I work for Panda and he owns like so a lot of the times wherever his panda is, he'll own the whole parking lot. And that's how he's been able to make so much money is he owns the whole spot. Mm. So if not everybody's going to Panda, they're all going to his like, mm-hmm. you get me? Like he's going to profit from it regardless. Because no one's can be there. I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um. So because though he actually owns the one next to Shabaran Park across the street from Puente Hills Mall. So you know where that panda is and that Deso and all that stuff? He owns that parking lot, I believe. Dude, connect me with him. Girl. I want to talk to him. I want to um, talk to him because I'm trying to connect. I think he has him. a podcast. Well, I don't know him personally, but I think I remember well, my I manager. Think- I'm all um a podcast with his daughter. Figure out his contact info. Yeah, like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go ask my supervisor. Hey. Yeah, and just because I low-key have been trying to, like, um, connect with people with, like, commercial. And there's one lady I connected, but she's, like, in Michigan. I mean, I don't know. I'm, like, I have zero, like, I'm just going to, again, tell people what you want. Yeah. And I'm going to be, like, click it. Like, I'm going to invest in commercial real estate because I'm, like, it is a lot of, I mean, doing one house, it's a lot of work. And it's, like, if you do that same energy with like who says i can't invest in commercial yeah and people don't do it because they don't think about it like Mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying i had never even thought of that until you mentioned that and i'm like oh that's a that's a really good point to do like like you never know exactly so i'm gonna always especially if they're business owners they're looking for somewhere to put their business so there's always going to be that need. And, and he says it's very, um, I mean, there's so many benefits like tax benefits. It's, I mean, it gets, you know, it's a lot of like complicated terms that are terms that I'm like learning and like depreciation and like just a lot of things, but it's also great, great, great cash flow. Like yeah. businesses have to pay rent, you know? So um, you're not really dealing with like, tenants and stuff so i don't know i'm just like think bigger Rena. you know so yeah and honestly with my mom being the manager tenants can be a lot sometimes so i know i know yeah i'm like that would probably and that's probably the like i know it might be stressful but also like tenant wise it'll be stress free in a way like not as bad and he's not even 30 yet He's so he, he was a doctor like he did he studied like for 10 years anesthesia and he literally was just like I don't really want to do this and so then he learned but what he did was um he got a very successful mentor basically was like I want to learn he was 70 years old the mentor had been doing commercial real estate for years and years and every wow. Monday would have coffee and donuts with him and they talk commercial real estate. And that's why mentorship is so important because 
Um, it's just gonna ex like yes, maybe it can be expensive, but it's just gonna freaking like expedite. I don't know if that's even a word. Like it like make Expand your journey so much faster because yeah. you're you're gonna like minimize all these mistakes. The mentor basically like helped him out with his first deal, funded it. So it's like just all these relationships and connections. And then that mentor like gave him the accountant he uses, the lawyer. Like, oh, wow. It just like it's so much. It, it just saves you so much more time. Mm. So that's why I'm a big advocate. I'm like, just I get it. Like, it's an investment, but just pay for it and you'll get there. Faster. But think about that investment he made. And now look at his benefit that he reaped dude like he sold it and my let and my let only gets only coaches 15 people at it of the year Dang. one of them he is That's one crazy. of them he didn't he doesn't really tell people but he said in the podcast episode and um dude ed and my also he shared that I didn't know because Ed Mila never freaking shares his like money but he's worth 900 million dollars I did not know that. Wow. I was like, dude, you're way too humble. And then I thought he was like, I knew he was rich, but I didn't know he was that rich. And um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening to the episode. Don't forget if you like this week's episode to share it, leave us a review, follow the podcast and follow Latina Lifestyle Legacy to see more announcements about our meetup. We're so excited that you guys have been with us for the last eight months and just grown with us. And we can't wait to talk to you next week. (laughs) Bye.